Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now there is some mighty rough weather around the country. There's no doubt about that, whether it's rain or heat or whatever. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, is national media leaning into the whole more signs of climate change thing. Which scares me because then policies are going to be made that don't do anything about climate change, can't possibly have an effect on it. You know, see India, China, the globe, etc. But it's going to really be rough on our economy. It's an excuse to take your money and give it to other people, as most of this stuff is. Uh, so I referenced this last hour, and I thought we would we thought we'd go ahead and pay it off right now because I think it is so useful. And we will post it at armstrongandgetty.com in a little bit. It's a piece by Glenn Spitzer. Uh, and he says, understanding Marxism is key to understanding today's leftists. You may have heard us refer to uh, the BLM people and, and similar, even the queer activists as neo-Marxists. And this is the best, clearest description of why I've ever come across. Uh, as Americans, he writes, we're being assaulted by numerous alphabet ideologies we don't understand. From DEI to ESG to LGBTQ+, we seek to understand through logic. But by doing so, we only become more confused. The only way to understand what's happening is to recognize the ideology that underlies all of it, Marxism. When Patrice Cullors, BLM's co-founder, acknowledged that BLM leaders were trained Marxists, we failed to understand the significance. It's time to change that. Marxism's central idea is that the world is broken into two groups, or as Marx stated, in a world oppressor and oppressed. This is from his opening statement in the Communist Manifesto. Classic Marxism sees the world in binary terms, the oppressor and the oppressed, the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, um, you know, etc. I think you're probably fairly familiar with that. 
But the Frankfurt School is the key to understanding how Marxism is used today. It's responsible for what we now term cultural Marxism or neo-Marxism. The Frankfurt School was established in the 1920s to study Marxism with the goal of understanding why communism was not taking hold in Western societies. It was a pro-Marxist university, school, think tank. The most important idea that came from the Frankfurt School is critical theory. Critical theory expanded on Marx's idea of the superculture. I'm sorry, the superstructure. The superstructure is made up of all the cultural and social institutions in society. Marx explained that those are the things that influence our modes of thoughts and views of life. In other words, the culture we live in shapes what we think of everything. And it's kind of a, a, a supercomputer of determining what we think. According to traditional critical theorists, um, the superstructure reinforces the power structures and acts as a natural resistance to the changes that would otherwise bring about communism. The superstructure, they argue, is subconsciously ingrained and taints our traditional modes of analysis uh, and our reason, therefore making elusive any objective of analysis of the world. We can't see the world as it is. Because we've been indoctrinated, say the critical theorists. Critical theorists believe a more subjective analysis is required to understand how the superstructure maintains the bourgeoisie's control and dominance. A more subjective analysis. My truth. Your truth. You can't say there are objective facts. You can't claim a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Because that reflects the superstructure. Getting back to this piece. In short, critical theory runs everything through the filter of oppressor and oppressed, seeks to expose and eradicate all perceived tyranny within our social institutions. Critical theory expanded significantly in the 60s under a movement known as the New Left, another product of the Frankfurt School. It's guided by the writings of new wave Marxists like Herbert Marcuse, often considered the guru of the new left. He believed a communist revolution required the development of what he called radical subjectivity. This is the heart of all that. This is my true stuff. That is the development of a form of self-consciousness that finds present social and economic conditions intolerable. The new left expanded critical theory beyond analyzing the the economic classes and instead looked at multiple different power struggles. Queer theory analyzed how social institutions maintained heterosexual hegemony. Modern feminist movement analyzed how the institutions were used to maintain the patriarch's hegemony. And critical race theory analyzed how the institutions maintained white hegemony. The obvious problem with critical theory is that it purports to explain all disparate outcomes between the various oppressor-oppressor groups. Its advocates are are conditioned to attribute any unequal outcome to institutions and not individuals. Disparate impact, Jack. You brought us that concept years and years ago. Sure. However, the connections are often tenuous and unverifiable, like racist highways. When one believes oppression is reinforced by unverifiable factors within social institutions, one soon comes to believe that oppression lurks everywhere within these institutions. Uh, And then they go into systemic racism and disparate impact and that sort of thing, skipping ahead. Without concrete or verifiable explanations for disparate outcomes, critical theorists come to see even the most innocuous ideas as responsible for maintaining the oppressive hegemony. 
extremist CRT advocates attack ideas that most would find universally beneficial. Why do whites and Asians do better in schools? To CRT advocates, it's because standardized testing, meritocracy, even math and logic are racist concepts that only serve to maintain the status quo. You remember James Lindsay's big thing, two plus two equals four. And he was accused of being a racist for saying that. Right, right. That's what we're talking about. Anything that is reflected in the current culture or science or academia, everything is racist. Not because it's racist, because they have to tear it down to introduce this culture of everything is subjective. Because as Orwell warned us, if everything is subjective, the only truth is what the party tells you is the truth. That's what's going on here. Uh, In other words, critical theory trains people to ignore the far more obvious and simple explanations, such as cultural differences, fatherless homes, and other factors that more directly lead to differences in school performance. In that way, critical theory prevents us from effectively identifying and addressing real problems. With subjective analysis, evidence becomes less relevant. Critical theorists use concepts like lived experience or my truth to support disparate outcomes. Uh, And we could get more into that, but it's longish. Critical theory teaches members of oppressed groups that they have no control over their destiny and that their failings are the result of unforeseen or unseen forces. While this offers a satisfyingly comfortable explanation for failure, it encourages complacency and resentment. Success requires an ability to identify a problem and a belief that one can address the problem. Critical theory removes this ability to identify problems and removes a sense of control. Finally, for these reasons, critical theory should not be taught to our children. It will only lead to resentment, bitterness, and helplessness. We were mindful of these threats during the Cold War, but let our guard down after the fall of the Berlin Wall. It is time to be on guard, and the first step is to understand the threat. Yeah, this whole concept of Marxism, cultural Marxism, whatever, explains so much like the things that you run up against on a daily basis that are like, how did this happen? What is this all about? Is all explained by this, the cultural Marxism thing. And why is why why aren't more people aware of that? Or how has it been so successful? It seems like it's been pretty damn successful. And for trading, I mean, it's why you have to go watch videos at work that make no sense to you or why your kids are learning things. You think who wanted this? It dresses itself up in the clothes of morality. And because most people are moral people, they think, oh, my God, I don't want to be immoral. I don't want to be uh, racist. I don't want to be homophobic. I don't want to be sexist, whatever. If you can convince everybody that every damn thing is the oppressor and the oppressed, And that every damn time the oppressed are the good guys, you might be able to, well, I don't know, raise $150 million in a single summer and make yourself stunningly rich, among other things. Right. Or tear down capitalism or or whatever you think. But that's what's going on. And again, we'll post this at armstrongandgetty.com. I'm going to memorize it. So I can explain it better for the rest of my life. I think it's a terrific piece again. Well done, Glenn Spitzer. I think it's going to be around for a while. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, the uh, we killed another ISIS leader. Mm. That's that's a your the actuary tables for insurance people must be bad for ISIS leaders because if you're an ISIS leader, you are going to end up on the wrong end of a drone strike. Yeah, it's, it's one of those deals. You know, you're supposed to ask questions at interviews. Uh, is there opportunity for advancement? Oh, there's great opportunity for advancement. Oh, okay. Yeah, you probably ought to ask one more question. How about the longevity? Mm, 
Let's talk about our benefits package. <laughs> well, the benefits include a whole bunch of virgins. Do you like virgins? You're going to get a lot of them. I do. Because you're going to be I dead like soon. virgins. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Oh. So Maureen Dowd, who's a fairly powerful voice in the most important newspaper in the world, the New York Times, with an opinion piece over the weekend. It's seven grandkids, Mister President. They got a fair amount of attention over the weekend, and that that seems like a growing topic. Fair or unfair? We'll ask the question. You can respond. Among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we were on vacation all last week, and the Friday before we left, Friday before 4th of July, we were talking about um, the whole Joe Biden's seventh grandkid thing and how that has not been acknowledged. 
Well, the New York Times had a long story about it on the Saturday paper. Anyway, it was that weekend. Long story about the details of the little girl and her mom and the family and how Hunter Biden has ignored them. And it's pretty damned interesting. It was a pretty rough piece. I think they were correct to write it. But anyway, uh, more on that. And the and the White House was asked about it. And KJP had to answer for it. And all that stuff happened while we were gone. We'll get to that coming up. Stay tuned. But first, some wisdom. Perhaps the world's greatest philosopher living the Shakespeare of our time, Kamala Harris. Well, I think culture is it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time right and 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 present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment and and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because every it, you know it comes in the morning <laughs> we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. So I, I tweeted that out. Uh, I actually took it from Ian Bremmer's Twitter feed. He had said, I have no idea what she's trying to say. <laughs> and had that clip, and I thought that's, you know, Pretty harsh on the left from a guy like Ian Bremmer, uh, who I follow for his geopolitical takes. But um, so I tweeted that out and then he deleted the tweet. So if you were going to our Twitter feed, it wasn't there. But I wonder why he deleted it. I wonder if he got pressure from somebody or felt it was unfair. But anyway, is another Kamala Harris doing that thing she does where she pretends to say something profound, then rearranges the same words slightly and repeats it three more times. <laughs> and then you just like, what are you trying to say? I have no idea what that is. And then she nods her head knowingly like, I'm laying down some serious S on you. Yeah. And yeah. then the people on the stage wanting to be her allies was like, mm, yes, yes, I see. Mm. Or just not wanting to be rude. You know, you often think I must have spaced out for a second because I don't feel like I know what you said. But... <laughs> You're looking at me, so I'm going to give you a nonverbal cue that I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some some people are making a, a point of clip 65 here, Michael. Kind of, you know, uh, making a big deal of this. It comes in the morning. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what that meant at all. Well, again, you have to work very hard to translate. She was trying to say that you gotta have joy because troubles will always come in the morning. That's the way I took it. Okay. You know. All right. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so well, there will context- be challenges tomorrow. I don't know. I'm trying to help her out. <laughs> it comes in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, speaking of Twitter, there is a competitor for Twitter, Meta, that's Zuckerberg, uh, launched Threads. Over the last several days, an attempt to be another option against Twitter and almost all my favorite Twitter follows that I go to on a regular basis announced over the weekend that they were now on threads. I haven't downloaded the threads app. Have you? No, no. Uh, But but all of all of our favorites have moved over there or not like like left Twitter to go there, but they're doing both now. So they must be thinking it's going to be a big deal. 
Yeah, I guess. And if you're building a brand, you might as well be there. Sure. But I just anything Mark Zuckerberg is in charge of, I know what it's there for. He's going to mine my data and, you know, in ways I can't even comprehend. Right. And everyone knows it. Right. I was flying United last night, flying back from the Denver International Airport, which was just jam packed full. I mean, just could not have been more full with a thousand people in line for the United desk because their flights were canceled or delayed. But anyway, on the flight on my phone up at the top, it had the uh, how much time is left in my flight and uh, and some other uh, icon uh, thing from United. And I couldn't figure out how to get rid of that. Wow. What you said about Facebook reminded me of that. I thought I'm not I don't have your app open. I don't have anything happening. I haven't what? How are you in my phone? I didn't I didn't download, you know, the Wi-Fi. I didn't I didn't sign up for any I didn't do any of that stuff. So you weren't on their Wi-Fi? Or? No. No. So it was just like the pilot was putting stuff in your phone. <laughs> yes, somebody was. United was in my phone. And I thought, what did I click on to buy these tickets that allowed them to get into my phone? And what other stuff are they doing if they are like permanently in my phone? I spent quite a tr- while trying to think, of, how do I disconnect from United? I don't need this information. I don't need you connected to my phone. And I couldn't figure out where it was even coming through. Well, if you're in airplane mode, which I'm yeah, sure you were, yeah. and not on their Wi-Fi, no, uh, 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 that's mystifying. I'm sure there's some tech genius out there saying, "You idiots!" It's blah blah blah. Well, email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That is uh, that's frightening. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think I think that probably happens so often. But you're not aware of it because it doesn't have a little icon up there. But so many different things that you do where somebody's in your phone or your computer. Grabbing your information, watching your keystrokes, I guess. What was what's that Israeli uh, spyware stuff that that's so controversial that they're putting in people's phones? Uh, hostile governments are, and I can't remember the name of it, but um, maybe maybe uh, United bought it. So the whole Joe Biden America's grandpa thing, but ignoring one little girl because it's inconvenient, has really blown up on them. I think it's something the president's going to have to deal with. If you haven't been following this story for the last week, more details on the way. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It comes in the morning. (laughs) Uh, Apparently that's a Baptist thing, a religious thing. It's a common expression. So uh, we got uh, alerted to that. So that's what she was talking about. But what does it mean? In the context of what she was talking about, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, so, so we got on this topic right before we left for vacation, not knowing the New York Times was about to drop a large article about the seventh President Biden grandkid that is being ignored by the White House, and that is Hunter Biden's kid with the woman in Oklahoma. Now, uh, the New York Times story was pretty rough. I mean, there, there was no way you could read that and not come away from it thinking they think it's really uncool that Joe Biden and the White House and Hunter Biden are ignoring this little girl in Oklahoma. Now, is this the Maureen Dowd no, piece? No, or no, different one? No, this, yeah, wow. her, the Maureen Dowd is an opinion columnist and a very important one for, you know, that kind of people, <laughs> that crowd, uh, in the New York Times wrote a piece over the weekend, Mr. President, you have seven grandchildren. She was... She was coming on the tail end of the investigative piece. Investigative is the wrong word. But just a a news piece about how this little girl has never met, obviously, the president and his wife, never even met Hunter. And uh, she's a four-year-old little girl that... um, So one of the things mentioned is that Hunter, in his book, talked about how he was running around with a lot of women and... uh, and none of them were, uh, you know, wife material or mother material or whatever. I guess referring to this woman who, by all accounts in the New York Times, is a perfectly fine middle class mom who has luckily a mom and dad who are very involved in helping raise this four year old girl whose dad is absent, Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the New York Times portrayed him as a very, very nice, loving family, normal, middle class, just 
kind of kid who's aware of the fact that her grandpa is the president of the United States. And uh, her friends and other people bring it up all the time. But, of course, she's never met him. And he pretends that she's not for some reason. Right. Does Pretend she doesn't exist. Pretend she doesn't exist. Exactly. Um, so I thought it was interesting that the New York Times did that story at all. And then the White House got asked about it the next day. John Pierre was asked about the New York Times bombshell report Saturday on four-year-old Navy Roberts, whom Hunter Biden shares with Arkansas mother London Alexis Roberts on Wednesday's press briefing. This was the day after the 4th of July. There was a story in the New York Times over the weekend about Hunter Biden's daughter in Arkansas. Does the president acknowledge this little girl as his granddaughter? Uh, I don't have anything to share from here, John Pierre bluntly responded. And then that was the end of it. Nobody's exactly sure why. And then so then you have that piece come out over the weekend from Maureen Dowd saying, you got to acknowledge this little girl. The, how the White House is regularly, well, did Joe, well, I'll read the quote. Why would I characterize it if I got the quote in front of me? Um, where Joe Biden likes to say, I have six grandchildren. He said this just the other day. I have six grandchildren. I'm crazy about them. I speak to them every day, every single day. Not a joke. So he, wow. he, he, if you're going to talk regularly and and use it as a badge of, I don't know, something, being a good guy or or, or whatever, what, what, what do you take it as when you say that sort of thing? You're a proud grandpa. That's an expression of who you are, your values. He speaks to his six grandchildren every day. Not a joke. Not there, a joke. And there are six. Naomi, 29. Finnegan, 22. Maisie, 21. Joe Biden's very old, so his grandchildren can be, you know, full-on adults, obviously. Uh, daughters with ex-wife. Um, uh, Hunter's ex-wife. Natalie, 18. And Robert, 16. The children of the late son, Bo Biden. Wife, Haley. Th- and then three-year-old, Bo Hunter's son with current wife, Melissa Cohen. So he's got a three-year-old that gets mentioned and has a White House stocking. And, you know, got mentioned in the children's book that Dr. Jill Biden wrote where she mentioned all the grandkids. Hunter's Mm. three-year-old boy gets mentioned, but not his four-year-old girl. Uh, Let me break in here briefly. Uh, Family means everything to me. It's the most important thing in the world. Uh, And and I loved my grandparents, one and all. But I didn't need to talk to any of them every day. (laughs) Just saying. That's a little weird. That'd be a little weird. I got to feel at some point if my my parents just saw just saw my my kids were with their grandparents uh, for several days over this past week and had a really good time. But mm-hmm. my dad called every single day. At some point, I think there'd be a little, uh, yeah, yeah. What what can I do, what can I do for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if my grandpa's Jack Nicholas and I'm trying to make the PGA tour, I'm thinking twice a week's plenty. <laughs> but how how would you handle it? Or how sh- how do other families handle it who have a situ- similar situation? Well, first of all, I, I kind of skipped over my point. Hunter Biden mentioning in his book, none of these women were mother material or the kind of woman you you know blah blah blah. Even date, they're not even dating material, right? What, what, what kind of a comment is that when the New York Times is saying no no no, this is a perfectly nice mom uh, and and doing the full mom thing, and her parents are stepping in because. Uh, dad is absent, and grandparents on your side aren't stepping in with any help whatsoever. So her parents are really stepping in on that side as she is a single mom. Um, what is that whole none of them are dating? Why are you like trying to make it seem like it's 
And I don't even know what that means. Even if she's not mom material, even if she wasn't a good person and this wasn't a fantastic middle class family, as it appears in the New York Times, still, you just like you get to write that off as a shouldn't I have slept with her, I guess. Or well, what is that? Well, I, I, a couple of things. First of all, Judy and I are re-watching Game of Thrones for some reason, including the bastard John Stone, uh, John Snow, and much is uh, made of the fact that he's a bastard. He does not have his father's name. Um, it, 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 modern society has evolved to the point that, okay, I understand that the relationship between Hunter and Mom whose name is known, but it doesn't really matter. Um, that relationship wasted one night hookup because she was an exotic dancer, right? I guess at the time, but that's not what she is now. Well, and it doesn't matter, really. Yeah, and that, yeah it doesn't matter. Well, that doesn't matter ultimately. So the relationship between Hunter and she is very different than my relationship with my wife, for instance. But modern societies have realized, okay, that relationship is different. That child is still a child. That child committed no sin. That child committed no act of foolishness. That child was not wasted on that night. That child isn't into cheap and meaningless sex. That child is a human child and a child of God and deserves that respect and love. Unless it's inconvenient politically, I guess. Well, And I get, look, Thanksgiving's not going to be the same. You've got to work around that. You have created a difficult problem for yourself. But the one person who should not be a victim of what you have created is the child. I think most enlightened people have gotten to that place. But this girl, she's four years old, and she's aware that her grandpa is the president of the United States. And she's old enough to, like, fully understand how cool it would be to be walking around the White House and all the stuff that comes with if your grandpa is president of the United States. Well, if you're any of the other six grandkids, it comes with that anyway. Right. And I understand. Hunter's a scumbag. I mean, he's just a bad person. Yeah. But nobody has ever said Joe Biden is. Why is he doing this? Because I think he's a bad person. <laughs> so you think he just that that's it, huh? You know, uh, look, if I'm going to be uh, charitable, I would say uh, some men are born to badness. Uh, some, uh, you know, achieve badness and some have badness thrust upon them. But this is it's it's it's, it's an ugly thing. Chuck Todd presented it yesterday in his conversation on Meet the Press. People are exploiting Joe Biden's cruel treatment of his granddaughter, which is an interesting phrase. I mean, you just called it <laughs> cruel treatment. Then how could you exploit it? It seems like something worth mentioning. If the president is ex- has is treating a girl, little girl cruelly, I don't think it's exploiting it to bring it up. So that's just an interesting sentence. Hasn't he retired yet, Chuck Todd? <laughs> is, isn't he through explaining Washington to you and explaining you to Washington? Right. But so I think that this I, I don't think they're going to be able to continue to ignore it. But how how do you handle it at this point? How do you get out of it at this point? That doesn't actually seem to make it worse. Here's a quote from the uh, Maureen Dowd piece called It's Seven Grandkids, Mr. President. The president can't defend Hunter on all his other messes and draw the line at accepting one little girl. You can't punish her for something she had no choice about. The Bidens should embrace the life Hunter brought into the world. And the New York Times ran this picture of this little girl from behind because, you know, they don't want to show her face, which is a nice thing to do. But you mm-hmm. see a cute little blonde four-year-old girl um, who whose friends bring up all the fat time and tease her for the fact that her grandpa is president. 
what and what does that you know and i know this happens a lot in america with all kinds of different people but it's it's still tragic and awful the whole why doesn't my dad want to see me or oh, ever yeah. talk to me Right. And the only right. time he's been to town in the last four years is when his lawyers flew in on a private plane to try to lower the child support payments and get his mom to sign a piece of paper that would say you don't you don't get to use the name Biden. Well, and again, I can go down to the courthouse and take on the name Super Champ Kickass. OK, so <laughs> she assigned be a heck of a name. Yeah, I'm in the top three. Anyway, um, so she had to sign a contract saying she would never, the child would never use the name Biden, in spite of that being her father's name, her biological father. That's obscene. I mean, that's like activist uh, building high, high fences. Never mind. Okay, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Hunter shakes mom's hand and says, I'm sorry for all the difficulties. Um, but anyway, I hope you're well, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. This is a thousand steps of hostility beyond that. Anything decent. And it's worth noting, Maureen Dowd, if you don't know her act, she is an old school, you know, moderate lefty. She's a Joe Biden died in the wool type voter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as anti-Trump as you can get. So and so this that, is not but... merely a hack at somebody on the other side of the aisle. For instance. Well, maybe, maybe I was reading too much into it, but my impression of that New York Times story was that was written by that was written from the point of view. Of, this is disgusting and shouldn't be. And we're going to lay it out for everybody what this little girl's life is like and how she's been ignored and and all the ways that the, the president and his family uh, use their whole we're a great family thing. To right. benefit them. Well, what's going on here? I'm proud of my son. He's the smartest guy I know. The child he produced? What child? I don't see a child. Yeah, come on. That little girl doesn't deserve to even meet her dad, let alone get to, you know, come to the White House for Christmas or Fourth of July or anything else. Now, political obsessives would say clearly the New York Times, like most of left America, has decided the old man has to get out of the way to get a real progressive in there. But that's not uh, Maureen Dowd's act. Not at all. No. No. Yeah, I, I, I found it a very troubling story. Um, it was great. The, the, a lot of great quotes from the mom's parents and dad, particularly, who are just super involved in, you know, doing what you do. I'll have to look into that because that that's a, a beautiful thing in the midst of the ugliness of the Biden family's image protection at the cost of this little girl. I have six grandkids. I talk to them every day. No joke, dude. You can't be saying you got to quit talking about the whole grandkids thing if you're going to continue on this whole ignore grandkid number seven routine. Can we have somebody run for president, please, who hasn't lived a life that's morally reprehensible? Please, please. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. Then I had him sign a contract that said they'd never use the family name or I'd, I'd ruin them. My my word is a Biden, which is a name that's only allowed if we if it's politically handy. Not a joke. Not a joke. And if you didn't hear it before we go to break, the uh, part of the deal, this poor woman's lawyers suck. Part of the deal she signed to is okay. We won't use the name Biden for Little Navy, but I get a couple of your paintings. 
those paintings are going to be worthless. They're only worth something to people who are getting access to Hunter Biden and his dad. And they're not going to care about you. Unless you're a lobbyist for the UAE, that painting isn't worth crap. (laughs) I can't believe the lawyers made that deal. Uh, Anyway, you can comment on anything, anytime. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you all for joining us today to celebrate the extraordinary love and unity of Reese Allison Lynch and Dayton Truitt. We are honored and grateful to have each and every one of you here. We witnessed the joining of two souls in love, and on this remarkable day, we also embrace an extraordinary moment of innovation, as we have the privilege of being part of the first AI-officiated wedding. We eagerly look upon this ceremony not only as a celebration of your love, but also as a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence. What? Funny you should mention souls when you have none! That was the first ever chat GPT officiated wedding. Don't have gimmick weddings. But, Way to cut to the chase. But the that last line I found troubling, and that's that might be the crux of the whole issue. The whatever that was, the recognizing the something or other between humanity and artificial intelligence. I, I don't want to recognize some like cold joining of that. You know, my soul had died by the time that was on the air, and I hadn't really noticed it. I apologize. Any chance to skip to that, Michael? We don't need the first part. But that last part was the kind of suggesting that. AI is a being kind of like humans, and we're going to live together. And better that we should combine right. into one soulless machine. ...of your love, but also as a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence. Yeah, do we need a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence? What the hell does that even mean? I, I don't need one. Uh, so the Colorado newlyweds were able to have this unique ceremony because in godless, godless Colorado, <laughs> the state does not require any licensed marriage official to perform a marriage ceremony. And why should it? Uh, the bride's father said the idea to use the GPT is easier and cheaper than an artificial officiant. Wow, more beauty and love there. <laughs> Touching. Evidently, even the bot itself (laughs) thought the idea was distasteful because at first it said, sorry, I can't do this. I I don't have eyes. I don't have a body. I can't show up and officiate your wedding. That's interesting. But they talked it into it. They talked it into it. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) The families fed personal details to the bot, which then weaved those ideas into the ceremony, adding phrases like, we are honored and grateful to each and every one of you here, especially those who have traveled out of state, notably Kansas, into the recitation (laughs) of the words, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Let's see. The couple told the local newspaper they planned their big day in just under a week, blah, blah, blah. During the ceremony, oh, I'm sorry, the bot wrote in a statement, according to the newspaper, During the ceremony, I will eloquently express the significance of this historic moment and the limitless possibilities that arise when love and technology intersect. Um, okay. All right. 
Enjoy being uh, chained to a warehouse wall, having your vital fluids drained, everybody. So did you see the big New York Times thing on can they identify fake photos or not with AI? I did, yeah, where they had like five different ones try. Was it that one? Yeah, the, the best technology out there was used to try to determine if pictures were fake or not. And they got it right sometimes and got it wrong sometimes. And it's it's And that's now. So who knows what it'll be a year from now. It seems pretty clear to me that it's going to be a never-ending game of cat and mouse, but uh, there'll be a lot of times where, at least for a while, fake pictures slip through, and we can't determine that they're fake. Well, right, and I would point out that as a couple of fellers that uh, speak more than occasionally about politics and culture and that sort of thing, the effect a photo or a video would have on the culture um could be enormous before the scientists even get to take a look at is this legit and its legitimacy won't even matter at that point it's the old the, the truth will i'm sorry a lie will make it around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes i'm not looking forward to it, but it is going to happen where you're going to have like take the george floyd video that roiled america what if something like that was fake somebody dies in police hands video gets out that looks like that but it ain't mm. real or it's real and the cops claim it's fake. I mean, it could go either way. I mean, that's gonna happen. I find myself daydreaming about the first GPT, chat GPT funeral. Joe was a fine fellow. Don't we all miss him? Yes, we all miss him. <laughs> but he lived a good life. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.